Hello and welcome to Stirring the Pot Entertainment Studios premiere pop culture podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek, the first and the last. And today we have Sam. And it has been a bit. Um, we have been working very hard this fall semester to kind of create a create a multitude of different updates to the Entertainment Studio brand overall. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, first, let's go ahead and ask Sam how you been doing. I've been all right. I've been, been all good. right. Yeah, I'm it's, like slightly tired, but you know, it's the thing is I feel like I feel like because we work outside of producing content, like mm-hmm. Entertainment Two has an other ha- has an entirely other half of panels and attending conventions, mm-hmm. and that has nothing to do with our content. Yeah. Um. And that is a full-time job as well. That's a full-time job as well. And then we also have other full-time jobs. Yeah. We have a lot of other responsibilities. Yeah. So. So um, I thank you guys for being patient. Um, I can tell that you guys have been being patient because our numbers don't go down in regards to, like, our podcasts when we release them. I'm really glad. Um, does our social media engagement fall? No, yeah. that's fair. The thing but, is, the, the, the algorithm's not great. Anyway, and also, I'm never going to be able to make enough art to satisfy Instagram or Twitter yeah. or whatever, so. Um, but I'm glad that the engagement we do get. I'm glad that the engagement we do get. Um, if you may have noticed that we have uh, we have been consistent with uh, our Potluck magazine. Yeah. So that's been amazing. I've been, I've been enjoying the comments we're beginning about that. I'm enjoying the fact that you guys are actually clicking on it and downloading it. Mm-hmm. Um Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, Sam's always had the dream of being a uh, yeah. magazine editor. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm really proud about that. The thing is, I was honestly kind of shaky on if that would be, if that would work only because, like, you know, like, people don't read magazines like that. But I'm really glad that people still strive because of our content is mainly, like, education and discussion based, that all the articles are still very engaging for people mm-hmm. to want to, like, read and they're interesting enough. So I'm really glad about that. And that kind of leads us to how Stirring the Pot's going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, from now on, well, I guess this change is going to be seen as more significant in January. Mm-hmm. Typically, Potluck is, re- is released uh, at the end of every month mm-hmm. to kind of serve as a summary of everything we've gone over. Um, we've been finding out that that's not the most effective for us as well as our new hired writers. Mm-hmm. Shout out. So potluck from now on, we release the first day of every month. Mm-hmm. So our first pot, our first potluck of twenty twenty four is going to be released on January first. January first, a new year, a new potluck, and then from there, every stirring the pot episode and empty calories episode will be based off of things that was covered. In the magazine. Mm-hmm. So if you want a little bit of, for example, we do a lot of very heavy, like, philosophy that we have to condense on the podcast. Yeah. We no longer have to do that because it'll be in the magazine. You have the required reading. You have the required readings all the time. And um, as an educator, that's more useful for me. Mm-hmm. I feel like you guys will get more out of our discussions based off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, we might even be redoing podcasts that we've talked about. Um, and like philosophy that we talked about, but with the added readings. 
So to give you something to look forward to. Another thing mm-hmm. that's coming in January. I'm sorry, in the in the 2024 spring semester. We've created a card game. Yeah. It is been almost two years in the making. Yeah. But it is trying to work out the kinks. Yeah. It's had a bunch of different versions. Mm -hmm. Um, It was going to be a board game. But we anything we sell, we want it to have a high um, level of quality while also not costing a lot to um to sell to purchase yeah uh mostly because i fear we talk as this was our last two artists we talk about we talk about like selling art and um all those associated materials um if you haven't heard the economy is pretty bad yeah um and we're blessed enough that our um our money doesn't necessarily like um our quality of life isn't attached to um just selling stuff for entertainment Mm -hmm. and because we're lucky and we're blessed for that i don't necessarily want to have our customers pay more than i think is necessary yeah mostly because this is i i worded it that way because i don't want to throw any shade to any artist that is charging like 25 dollars for a t-shirt yeah i get that you need to make your profit margins back that's extremely important mm-hmm. because you might love art but like you're, you're trying to make money yeah um we can sell our shirts for $15. We can show our posters for $10, mostly because we don't need as big of a profit margin to mm-hmm. be profitable. Mm-hmm. And so, because we want to keep everything within entertainment suits, what, $15 and less? Yeah. We try to keep it under that amount. We, this this card game has ch- experienced a lot of changes. Mm-hmm. It was originally a board game. Yeah, which was going to cost way too much. Way too much. The thing is, for us to make a board game, it's, it would cost about... It's like $60? It would be cost $60, $50 per uh, pack for you guys. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, al- that's and also, something I like. And also, I feel like the way that we did the, board, the, the trading card game like with Citadel now, it's a lot more fast-paced. Because I remember doing the board game. It was also took kind of forever to do yeah we did it a few times and it was like minimum four hours and i feel like that's i me personally i don't like board games that are that long i feel like after the hour you're like oh i'm kind of sick of this i have adhd i have a short attention span yeah i like it's asia's we have the thing is we are a board game family Mm -hmm. we have so many board games we We have more board games yeah uh, say uh, they, I'm looking at a box of board games in I mean, our studio right now that yeah. we uh, that are unopened. Yeah, we, there was a sale <laughs> at one of the local comic shops for Christmas, and they were all like a dollar. And I'm like, and okay. So it's like, yeah, of course I'm gonna buy this board game. Yeah. Um, I'm not a board game girly. As in, <laughs> Asia's been trying to get us to do like a board game night, mm-hmm. and I like the idea of it. But I feel like legitimately, there's a lot of board games that it's hard to invest in. And especially if you're not, like, me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of starting a new game. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of specific rules and stuff that you kind of have to, like, remember. And, like, I'm also, I gotta be real, um, the way my family was, 
We did not compete against each other because my family created a bunch of sore losers. I got to be real. So uh, I, don't, I don't like investing a lot of time in stuff. And then I Losing. lost. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, like, oh, it was four hours and I lost. I wish I would have lost an hour ago. We played. It's funny. We played the game of death with your sister before yeah. um, for your birthday. Yeah. And I enjoyed the first 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh, we're really in this. Yeah. Um, the thing is because I'm constantly on the move, like me and Sam, when we're working on, when we're just living life, we're typically just working on entertainment stuff, which unfortunately means we just kind of like, it's like whenever we're bored, she gravitates to doing art. I gravitate to writing or like mm-hmm. planning or like editing. Um, and so I don't like my time being arrested for too long that's fair it is a it is a problem that i have that i'm trying to work on and so we wanted to ensure our board game our game didn't take a lot of time Mm -hmm. and through all of our beta testing we're still in the middle of beta testing um it doesn't take that long Mm -hmm. um but this game is called citadel and it's a new trading card game that is based off of um, the world of Valor. So a lot of art is created from the world of Valor that is used within the card game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Citadel in itself um, has a lot of inspirations. Uh, a lot of it is <sighs> okay. So Sam, yeah. Sam hasn't really heard about a lot of these inspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we were like solidifying the rule set, solidifying everything we need for it, um, at a base Citadel um, from its origins as it is now was a is a is the most popular sport within the world of Valor. It is like the football equivalent within that fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Um something that their characters were supposed to do at the college that they attend. Before everyone thing went wrong. <laughs> um but outside of that, so it's just, it's obviously inspired by D D combat. There's an AC there's a speed, there's an HP, mm-hmm. and from there you roll to attack with everyone having one effect or ability that they can use mm-hmm. with various weapons and tools that they can use to and traps to fortify their citadels. Um, if, they, if there was a game that I'm going to be talking about within... Um, Within our fall, within our winter potluck that's releasing in January, and that game is Lord of the Rings: The Third Age for the Game Boy Advanced. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Sam. That's significant because Lord of the Rings: The Third Age. Um, it is a traditional like turn-based RPG game when it's on console and when it's on when it's on console. Mm-hmm. The handheld version. For some reason, turned into a strategy game a la Fire Emblem, where you move your people across yeah. the map, you engage with um, other units on the board, and that is those strategy RPGs in the in that vein have always kind of been my favorite genre, and so Citadel is essentially that, but in a card game form. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and read our blurb. Mm-hmm. Citadel is a high strategy game of fortification and infiltration. It requires a large 
um, open field with two forts called citadels, a symbol on each side. Some citadel fields are far more elaborate and expensive than others. Nearly any com in configura configuration is allowed. The only strict rule is that every citadel has an inner sanctum and at least two entrances on any outer wall. This card game takes the form of a strategic battle between two to four different groups. The objective is to take the opponent's citadel and hold it for two rounds. Alternative ways to win include taking out the opponent's commander or by earning 100 points. So, um, this game has, I feel like, a pretty fun objective for a card game. Um, it's, of course, take their citadel, hold the inner chamber, defeat the opponent's commander, which the commander is the... Each of the cards have roles, and each role designates a different feature that they take to the battlefield. Commander is the leader of your forces of your citadel, and you take them out. It's an instant win. Yeah. It's an instant win because each citadel, each champion is worth a set amount of points. And as you kill them, you gain. You accumulate the points. You accumulate the points to either use those points to revive your allies. Or if you get to 100 points, that's the third way to win. It is a game that requires you to think. It you can play the game very simply because so far we've beta tested throughout Entertainment Two, but we also beta tested with my sixth and seventh graders at my middle school. Um, whenever there's any free time, um, I play them in Citadel, and it can be played on multiple different levels. Um, I'm not saying we created the most strategic game of all time. That's not it. The game, much like the world of Vala, promises freedom mm -hmm. to do what you want to do. Does that make sense, Sam? Yeah. And I also appreciate that, like the world of Vala, there's also a lot of balance within the game. Because even that we were trying to, because oh, when we were playing, um, we had a, a little night market the other night. Uh, we were playing Citadel in like our like the more empty times, and we tried to create a more fast-paced version. And I feel like even though it was more like sh it was more fast paced. Everything was still balanced. Yeah. Everything was everything had a counter to itself, and even something that seems overpowered can be counteracted if you have the right cards, which mm -hmm. I really appreciate. It's, it's not. It's not like a lot of not to talk shit about Yu Gi Oh, but some you, there's a meta to some Yu Gi Oh games. And that's one thing I wanted to avoid because the thing is, I gotta be real. As a card game lover, I'm not a fan of meta builds but I enjoy doing what I want. I think the problem with a lot of card games is that in order to sell card games, you have to constantly be coming up with new things, mm -hmm. with new stuff. And, and sometimes the new stuff can like kind of blitz the old stuff and kind of make it obsolete. So like it's discarded to history, it feels. Exactly. And so that worries me when creating this game because the thing is Yu-Gi-Oh had a meta mm -hmm. when it first got started right 25 years ago but I never liked that okay this is gonna sound like I'm talking trash Yu-Gi-Oh fans but like I'm one of you I have Master Duel um do you have Master Duel I do I have it downloaded on my PS5 nice it's just no longer on my phone. That because, is fair. Um, it angers me. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, one of the things that um, is discouraging and takes you out of wanting to play Yu-Gi-Oh! is 
the fact that people can play you and they can beat you in one turn. Yeah. It's, it's like, okay, I drew. Well, I, I guess I didn't get anything my next turn, but I'll have a chance to draw. And then they go second, and they're like, excellent. And then I sit there for 10 minutes on Master Duel as they're comboing. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, I can't stop you. And something like that might happen in Citadel. For example, if I decide to blitz Sam Citadel mm-hmm. on my first turn, and I overwhelm Sam's defenses, Sam's just like, you you put me in a terrible situation because you rushed through me. And I might win that game. The next time I play Sam. I can just have a new build. Yeah, they can have a new build. They're just like, okay, I know I'm not going to set up my Citadel like that anymore. Or I know that, okay, well, I'm going to make sure I get a trap there to kind of stop you from yeah. going there. Because I feel like a lot of the, I feel like with, the, I feel like the difference between like Yu-Gi-Oh and Citadel, it's like, okay, with Yu-Gi-Oh, there's obviously a meta, but I feel with Citadel, you have to like kind of, observe your opponent and observe their strategies and the person's more sorry the thing is the way i play uh strategy games like chess and citadel with my friends is that i know them and i'm like mm, Derek's personality very much you would just blitz me joe smart is very much more a he gets in his own head so i know that i can either wait if, I, if he attacks me i know that he doesn't want to attack me but he's getting into his own head and he'd probably be better if he just stayed de- defense so yeah, or like how Asia. I gotta be real. This is this. This is gonna put Asia on the spot. When Asia plays trading card games, she doesn't read the cards all the way. Which in Citadel gives her the advantage of me not knowing how to plan for Asia. That's fair. It's a wild card. It's a what? And the thing is, you don't realize how much that throw you off in a game that requires strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the things that we have been really enjoying doing with citadel and so we hope our release date is hey what's the release what's when's megacon megacon is the february 2nd to the 4th i believe let me double check because because we're we're going to be releasing um the full build in uh at megacon oh it is the first to the fourth my apologies oh okay First, first to the, to the fourth. fourth. Oh. The first to the fourth. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, I thought it was the second to the fourth. They're still doing Thursday? Yeah. Interesting. Well, uh, anyway. Okay. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, as a school teacher, it's really hard to just take off. Yeah. I thought it was like, oh, yeah. Sorry. I don't know why. It's always been Thursday to Sunday. I don't know why I thought differently. Uh, we gotta get that hotel. We gotta get that hotel. We gotta take those days. Uh. <laughs> we gotta take one more days off. But the good, we actually, that means that pushes the tie that we need to complete Citadel. Mm-hmm. Then. Because I thought it was at the end of February. No. Very beginning of February. Very beginning. Okay. Very beginning. It's you know, May, but you know. We're, we're all learning new things, you know? <laughs> it's It's great. It's great. Dick's dying on the inside. All those sleep hours. <laughs> but yeah. But I feel like I hope that you guys enjoy the game when we finally f- completely release it mm-hmm. for Megacon. Because if beca- if you like the world of Vala, which some of you do, most of you do, hopefully, um, the game itches that feeling for me. 
I feel like whenever I want to use a world about combat, but I don't want to go and like be overwhelmed by all the things that I have because my character is level four now. They have a lot of different effects and combos and stuff mm-hmm. that gets overwhelming. And when everything's on the line, you kind of get you into your own head about things. But it's like you just sparring with like an, with a group of characters that you like and creating a strategy for it. It's really enticing. The really thing like is, it. as my kids said, uh, it feels goaded to win in the game. That's because funny. you really feel that you're outthinking your opponent. Mm-hmm. Is it the same level of outthinking that chess gives you? No. I feel like the thing is, sorry, one of my kids uh, who's on the chess team, um, I tried to compare it to chess. And he was just like, no, no, there's a lot of things you can do. But, like, it's... It's not chess. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's fair. Um, my kids listen. So uh, they, I feel like he'd appreciate that shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels, it, the, the thing is, playing the game, I was like, just makes me feel kind of smart. You know? So it does make it, me feel smart. Because the thing is, you're coming into my citadel, and then it's like, yeah, I want to attack this person. Oh, are you? Well, guess what? It's Timothy with a steel chair. Sam does this amazing thing where Sam kind of creates a what, heart-shaped citadel. I do. It's a flower-shaped it's citadel. It's a flower-shaped citadel. And I'm just like, wow, that looks ridiculous. And then <laughs> I go to attack, and Sam's so annoying to play in citadel because um, it's like a whim. You never know when she's going to attack or when she's going to defend. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things about citadel is that you can – all your all your cards move one and during they have an action they can uh, sorry they can move and attack in one turn or they can activate their effect mm-hmm. if their effect is an attack they can't but like yeah but they have an effect most of them have an effect an attack and a movement yeah but the thing is you can create a wave of death by putting all your cards on like one tile and then have them like move through an mm-hmm. attack. Mm-hmm. It's but, a session. Yeah. And so, um, very quickly kills everyone in their way. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to do that with Sam, and then she set a trap and trapped all and, and trapped all my people in one area. Mm-hmm. And then Sam just had to wait it out. <laughs> Sorry, you make me sound really like mischievous. Yeah, because you are with this game. <laughs> But the thing is, this game rewards you for doing that. The thing is, it rewards you to play like how you want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a fool. I know that people play card games to find meta. So there might be a meta build right now in Citadel. But you have to find it. You got to find it. There's about a 40, there's 40 cards. Well, actually, that would be um, when we right now we have 40 cards like completely printed and ready to get shipped out. Um, we have about what? 60 more cards because we're gonna have a total of 100. Oh, are we? I didn't realize I was making that many. Sorry, because there's a lot of cards that we're like, there's a lot of people that we just have Mm -hmm. that we're like reusing for like the R4, like their effects and stuff. I was surprised. Sorry, I'm surprised that it's that many cards. We do have a lot of special cards. Yeah, right. We have a lot of. We have like we have like 30 rare cards. The rare cards are all holographic. Mm -hmm. Um, We have the summon cards. We have the summon. We have like cards. We have like 20. No, we have like 20 uh, tool cards, and we have about 40 standard, like, champion cards. Mm-hmm. 
It's a lot. It's a lot. We have a lot of cards for Citadel. Um, and so I am excited for you guys to see that coming up. Um, we have big things coming. Uh, this week we have the World of Vala coming out on Wednesday. We have Air of Elemental Mansion coming out on Thursday, mm-hmm. the first episode. Yeah, baby. And then we have st- um, Empty Calories coming out on Friday, and Empty Calories is going to be about um, Holiday Matsuri in two weeks. Mm-hmm. We need to talk about everything that we're doing there. Yeah, I'm so excited. So um, leave your comments. They'll be answered the next time we're on Stirring the Pot, which next week's episode is going to be about the Venom symbiote and Spider-Man 2. We're yeah. talking about uh, the biological factors of that. Yeah, so read the required reading. That's your assignment, <laughs> I guess. Well, this has been Derek. And Sam. Bye-bye. <laughs>